I can still hear the whirling fan as the Memphis morning sun danced through its blades. I'll never forget seeing the look on his face, the look of an absolute renewal of life. I was at the Manor House in Memphis on this hot and humid summer morning. Manor House is a coffee shop that also serves as a place where people experiencing homelessness can have a shower and receive other social services. It was at the Manor House where I met this guy named Willie. Willie grew up on the south side of Chicago and he moved to Memphis in his late 30s seeking work on the river. As with many other people that are experiencing homelessness, his story of how he ended up on the streets was one that is deeply complex with various twists and turns. But on this day, he experienced a renewal, the likes of which I had never seen before, and one that I will never forget. Willie emerged from his shower that morning, refreshed and renewed, ready to face the day. Living on the streets takes its toll on people. They are covered in the grit and grime of a life without any safety and without much comfort. But Willie's existence on this morning of being covered in grit and grime was disrupted by soap, shampoo, and hot water. He had encountered love and acceptance at the manor house. And I was reminded on that morning, God disrupts our life with unending and all-consuming power of love. Stories are important, especially this week when our collective narrative has had another difficult entry. People are experiencing a kaleidoscope of emotions surrounding the events in our nation's capital this week. In the wake of these events, I called Father Sammy and I thanked him for being my mentor during this past year, which has had many twists and turns in its story. I thanked him for teaching me the importance of being attentive to the daily office and also for the daily Eucharist that we celebrate here at St. Bartholomew's. Participating in these spiritual disciplines has sustained me during all the calamity and chaos that is encountered this year. He replied, it is important to hear the story over and over and over again. The story of God's love for us. Stories are important. One of my favorite storytellers is George R.R. R. Martin, who famously has not completed the book series A Song of Fire and Ice, or more commonly known as Game of Thrones. The reason why I love his writing so much is because of his descriptive narrative as he weaved complex stories in a massive world of his own creation. You could taste the summer sausages being cooked over an open flame in the corner of a public house. You could hear the drums reverberating through the great hall during the infamous red wedding scene. Martin created a world immersing you in the complexities of Westeros in a style 
placing you directly in the action. You were not just reading the story, but rather through Martin's peculiar descriptive style, you were invited to be immersed in its culture, religion, and danger. In our gospel lesson from today, Mark invites us into a story. Just as Martin described the drums beating before the red wedding, Mark has described an awe-inspiring moment. Can you imagine hearing the very heavens being torn apart? The overwhelming feeling of awe at such a mysterious sight. Imagine for a moment this disruption of the heavens being torn apart. The very fabric of the created existence being shredded by the most awesome, terrific power. The God of the universe. I'm not sure any human author could even close to conveying with words the experience of bearing witness to such a moment. How can you describe this spilling out to the love of God? The cup of love, God, that runs over, that runs over especially for us. Heaven was torn apart with love cascading down with a disruptive force of water breaking through a dam, consuming all in its wake. What follows in our narrative of Mark was the Spirit descending and a voice saying, You are my Son, the Beloved, with you. I am well pleased. This all-consuming, disruptive love reminds me of watching Willie emerge feeling renewed after that shower on that hot, humid summer day in Memphis. Willie experienced this tearing of the heavens manifested as water flowing down from the showerhead. Willie experienced a newness of life. He experienced love and acceptance. What follows in our narrative of this all-powerful disruption was the Spirit descending in a voice saying, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. In the story Mark is telling, we don't only see, but we experience this love and acceptance from this God of the universe. This is the story of the baptism of our Lord. I think it is important, especially after the chaotic nature of this week and of this year, that we hear the story today of the the Lord's baptism. Because in that hearing of this story, we can be reminded of our own baptism. We are reminded about the visceral disruption of a cup overflowing with love from the God of the universe for us. We were reminded of a newness of life that it exists when our identities are captivated by Jesus Christ. Alexander Schmemann describes the sacrament of baptisms and its implications in the newness of life in his book, For the Life of the World. He says it is only when we give up freely, totally, unconditionally, unconditionally the self-sufficiency of our life when we put all its meaning in Christ, that the newness of life, which means a new possession of the world, is given to us.
the world then truly becomes the sacrament of Christ's presence, the growth of the kingdom and of life eternal. The meaning of this newness of life is manifested when the newly baptized person is clothed immediately after baptism in a white garment. It is the garment of a king. The world again is their life and not their death. For they now know what to do with it. The person is restored to the joy and power of true human nature. With all the chaos surrounding us, it is comforting to know that we can find our meaning in Christ, accompanied with newness of life. In Christ we find life, not death. In Christ we find hope. And in that newness of life, we are restored, finding true joy in the narrative and story of our life. It is my prayer this week that we, each and every one of us, will experience this visceral disruption of the love of God. In the midst of all the chaos and the kaleidoscopes of feelings you and your loved ones may be experiencing, we can find hope that God has accepted us and that you are beloved. In this encounter of the visceral disruption, I pray that we can all find that newness of life, being cleansed from the dirt and grime of all the chaos that surrounds us. And finally, I pray that as we experience this visceral disruption, we can say with comforting assurance the hopeful words from our Eucharistic prayer. Christ has died. Christ has risen. Christ will come again. Amen.